It's time to present Scott Coupon to bring you another episode of Finance Your Movie with tips and strategies to help you get your money to tell your story. It's time! Welcome for another episode of Finance Your Movie. I'm here with Nicole Weaver, entertainment attorney, handles film, television, and music. And she is not afraid to go to court and win. I saw that personally. That was fun. And uh, one of her specialties now is also is mediation. We might have time to talk about at the end. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. So one of the things that people don't realize about um, attorneys, and especially you, I found out early on, you have a really, really big heart for people and for your clients. <laughs> I did not know you uh, You donate some time to Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Central Florida, Great Oaks Village Foster Care. Um, tell me a little bit about how, how you kind of got that big heart and how you love helping your clients. Oh, the big heart definitely came from my mom and my dad. It, you know, got to give them the, the credit for that. Um, he, my dad always said, never chase dollars uh you know always do what you love and and do it to you the best of your ability and if you can do that the money will come and he's right that's that that's absolutely right if you treat people the way you wanted to be treated um and and do a good quality job for them not only will the money come but that you know you you'll have more clients more more everything so great great advice great advice for filmmakers listening too because there's a lot easier ways to make money um, and you really need to have passion and just focus on what you love doing if you're in this business. Absolutely. So in the documentary, Movie Money Confidential, which you appeared in, you and I talked about law and mm -hmm. I don't wanna really rehash any of that today. You need to go see the movie if you haven't seen it yet. Um, and you'll see Nicole in there and you have some great legal advice uh, it was interesting. We had three or four different lawyers. So it was interesting hearing um, from different entertainment attorneys and just regular attorneys. But today, I really want to laser focus on how filmmakers can finance their movie. So we're just going to talk about raising the money. How important do you believe networking is in this business and ultimately developing relationships from people that you will then ask to invest in your movie? Well, if uh, that's, I think that's where it's all at. <laughs> if you don't have a good relationship with people, you're not going to feel comfortable asking them for money. Um, and if you, if you don't um, create and nurture that relationship before you're asking for money, um, then you, you don't, you don't have anybody to ask. Great, so, great point. Great point. Yeah. Let, let's drill down on that a little bit. Sure. So what you just said, if you don't develop the relationship or nurture that, they're not going to be receptive. Then if I, Scott, I, I call you up, hey, Nicole, want to invest in my new movie? Mm -hmm. And that's basically what you're saying. Exactly. Um, and I mean, you and I go back 20 plus years, I think at this point. Um, and do you and remember how we met? of Florida Motion Picture and Television Association. Yeah, a networking association meeting. So that, and that, and, and we've become not just 
friends through work, but we're personal friends as well. Um, I think developing those relationships, work and personal relationships, I think those help immensely in fundraising because then you have a level of trust with that person that you wouldn't have with just anybody. Um, and, and you and I, some of, you know, we've got like four or five people that we still keep in touch with to this day that we met probably the first week that we all met. Yeah. Um, and I would, I would be comfortable asking any one of them for anything. Um, and also you have that level of understanding that this is a person who's not going to do me wrong. This is a person who's going to do their best to have all the legal contracts in place that they need to have. Um, you, you develop that, that business, um, relationship and the personal relationship. Yeah. The trust, because you're starting with a, um, a riskier type of investment for the most part. Absolutely. Especially Um, when you're dealing with independent film, it could do something, it could do nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you have to disclose that. So I, I want to kind of shift to another aspect about that you might have a good insight into. How important do you think it is having an attorney attached to the project? I don't want to really go down the legal rabbit hole too deep, but just in terms of a prospective investor, do you think it's important to see, because you, you've seen some of the business plans, the, the films that you've been really active in, like Ticket Trouble, for example, you're listed on the last page as one of the contacts, entertainment attorney. How important do you think that is from a potential investor's point of view, just seeing some sort of legal counsel in the business plan? I think, it, I think that has a, a, a huge um, impact on your investors uh, because they know, you know, it, especially if somebody ha- is even remotely savvy to this industry, just like we said, you have to have that chain of title for every aspect of the film, for your crew, for your directors, for your uh, writer, for your music. If you don't have all of that in order, um, you're not going to find a distributor who will look at you, much less give you money for your film. Um, or, or you know, sometimes you'll get an advance. That's a little more rare, but um, you know, they're, they're not going to want to distribute your film. And if you can't distribute your film, it's really hard to make money. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I think it helps quite a lot because they have that level of, okay, this person has their ducks in a row. There's a better likelihood for me to be successful. Um, There's a better likelihood of this actually reaching fruition of being able to be seen by people and be able to to, um, have money come in. Um, So the appearance, the appearance of having Mm -hmm. uh, some kind of legal contact at, at the bottom helps. You're going to have to do a contract with them. If, you, if you're talking investment, you have to have a contract with them. And since, you know, you need to, they need to know that the legal counsel that they're dealing with it during that contact, contract is um, competent to handle yeah. whatever they need to handle. So. so so here's a question I've never asked you before. And this is just kind of a curiosity thing. <laughs> have any potential investors from any of the business plans that you were listed contacted you? Um, directly like, Hey, Nicole, this is so-and-so I just got the ticket trouble business plan. Um, yes, but usually in the sense of, I have a lot of people who want to hire me and pay me on contingency. So I, I don't tend to work like that because a film is just like we just discussed. It's a lot of, it's a lot of legal work. 
Um, and so you don't I, know if the payoff's going to come at the end. Exactly. Um, I did do probably two in that regard early on when I was trying to make a name for myself. Um, but after that, I, it, I find that it also serves me better to have a little bit of a, um, sort of like a stopgap in between me and the, the film itself. Um, I can look at it from a, a perspective of purely an attorney and, and looking to purely protect that particular group of individuals, that particular film, that company, rather than having a vested interest in a, a potential conflict of interest. Um, I think that it helps me see the legal aspects a lot more clearly because I'm, I'm not looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, is this going to allow me to, to earn money that I've already invested in this film? So, so just to kind of clarify, one or two people might have contacted you seeing your name on the business plan, but nobody actually called you up, said, hey, I got some questions about this film, or I got some questions about Scott. I thought you were. I thought you were asking if they were calling me up, asking me for to to help finance the movie. No, no, no. I'm just wondering if anyone yeah. listed in the business plan contacted. Yes, I, I get con. I get contacted all the time for. Oh, we're raising. You know, they're raising money now. Um, we're. No, no. But I, bet, I meant one of my potential investors. One of your potential. Investors. One of my potential investors, if they ever saw your name at the bottom of one of my business plans and said, "Hi, Miss Weaver." I'm thinking about investing, or can you tell me more about this ABC film project Scott DuPont's doing? Um, you specifically, I can't think of anybody uh, other than who you who you have specifically put me in touch with. Okay. Um, that's contacted me. Nobody's contacted me off the cuff. I have had off the cuff um, sort of requests of uh, I'm thinking about investing in this film. It wasn't necessarily one of your films. Um, and I'd like a few questions answered and I just answer the questions. So, so from another client, somebody might've reached out to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, okay. But so you've always put me specifically in touch with the particular investors. So you, usually I don't, I mean, it's, it's very, very rare. So he, so here's my point. Cause I just had a conversation with a, um, a fairly new filmmaker. He's working on a second film. I was just taking a quick look at his business plan. And one, one glaring thing is like, hey, you don't have any legal contact. It can often help whatever attorney you're working with. He lives out in LA to list that. And he goes, oh, I would never, ever put the, the, the lawyer's name in my business plan because then all these people are going to start calling him, rack up a huge legal bill. And you just, no. proved, you just proved my point that people, not very many people, are going to call the entertainment attorney or the accountant if you have an accountant listed in your business plan. It's just, no. it's no. all about appearance and um, confidence. Right. It's usually just a, it's the appearance because then you have the, you know, you clearly are have you, you have your ducks in a row, you know, that they see that you have legal counsel and they know you need it. Um, it it's rare. It doesn't happen very much. Um, usually if I'm contacted by an investor, it's because the person that is asking for the money for the film, like you, um, is really close to a deal with that person and they just have a few questions they need to check off their list. Yeah, yeah, um, and, got it. And, that's, and they need to contact me for that because I have the answers. <laughs> yeah. I, I can explain um, why I put a particular phrase in a contract or something like that, but it's, 
it's not often that I get like an unsolicited call from an investor. It happens, but it's, it's rare. Yeah. So, so I, I just want to kind of reiterate to your audience, you're, you're going to have to get some sort of legal counsel at some point anyway. It, it, it's much less expensive and prudent to do this all on the front end. You can okay. save a lot of money and then you can have someone also in your uh, business plan. So um, that was interesting. So any lessons, because I know you have a lot of different clients um, and we're just talking about films or, or documentary projects right now. Don't want to get into music. Any, any lessons that you've learned from, because you're kind of like a fly on the wall. You have all these different projects. You've seen some filmmakers become really successful and raise their money. You've seen other people that have struggled and they yeah. haven't gotten their money. Right. So any, any lessons you've learned, and you don't have to name specific clients or, or the exact budget or whatever, but anything you can share kind of being a fly on the wall during that fundraising process, what made some of those clients successful? Uh, I, I would say what makes the, the clients who are able to bring their films to fruition most often, um, like you, for example, um, would be the people who are really honest and upfront with all of the highs and lows that the, the, the particular investor is going to experience. Um, and, and by highs and lows, what I mean is you might have something tricky to film, um, but that's maybe key to sort of bringing together the elements of your film. Um, if you're honest and upfront with those type of concerns in the beginning, um, a, sometimes you have an investor who's very savvy, who can be like, have you tried it this way? This might be a less expensive way to go. Um, and then you have like this good mind meld going on with everybody. Um, you don't have surprises. So your investors aren't going, wait a second, you didn't tell me this was going to be incredibly hard to film and that you were going to have to get, a, I don't know, a tower to be able to, you know, have this particular shot or whatever it is. Um, they know it's coming. They're not surprised. They know what, what is budgeted. And if there's a problem, they, they, do, they did know to expect it at least a little bit. Um, Good point. So, so just share all that information up front. Absolutely. The more, you do, the more you can disclose up front and just be completely honest, the better off you're going to be. Excellent. Um, we recently did a uh, film investment panel in Florida a couple of weeks ago. And you mentioned some client, I'd like you to kind of retell this. So the podcast audience here, because my, my jaw dropped, there was a particular client. I'm, I'm not sure if he was raising money for a slate of films or if it's an individual films, but he had this persistence where he kept reaching out and reaching out and reaching out to lots and lots of people, but he finally got financed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you got to share that story. You remember the number of how many people he contacted? Not specifically, but I want you to tell our audience because this is a crazy story. And I, I think this proves how important this is. So he, he is uh, the most tenacious person I think I've ever met. Um, he, he asked everybody and their grandmother. The interesting thing uh, is that <laughs> I, think, I think the number was 1,500. It was, is that, I'm trying to remember because I told you and then. And then I, I, I think it was just over 2,000. Oh, that's right. It's 2,600. 2,600. That's exactly what you said. Yes. 2,600 people he contacted. Now this was over a, obviously a span of years. 
Um, but it was for an entire slate of films. So seven. Oh, films. wow. Yeah. So it's an entire slate of films. Um, and he's had a lot of success with um, his particular um, scripts being um, award-winning scripts. So he was getting a lot of attention from that, uh, which I think is what sort of put him over the hump is several of his films won awards. Um, and he was able to sort of get a few ears of people who had the ability to do something like this. Um, and, and the funny part is, I think the, the person who sort of linked him together with everybody was somebody from his gym that he was working out with. Wow. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. If you can answer them, great. If you can't, I understand. Sure, sure. Um, I would love to know the name of this filmmaker. Um, if you can't, if you can't, that's okay. Is, is he a Florida filmmaker? disclose that right now because the very the, the deal is still in the uh very beginning stage oh, okay funding is coming through but it has not officially got it got it so I, I don't want to mess up any any potential op options that he's got there um but can, can you can you share without naming any of the projects naming the name what what the budget was for all seven films just curious um or a budget range oh Gosh, that I'd, you know, in all honesty, I'd have to look it up because they're, they're all very different. Um, one is sort of like a outdoorsy, woodsy um, comedy. Uh, one is a extremely serious drama. Um, and that one's probably the biggest budget film. And if memory serves, it was oh, over a million. It was over way, way over a million. Okay, um, so so this so this slate is millions and millions of dollars, whatever the number is. <laughs> we're talking millions and millions, absolutely. Okay. Um, wow. The first, the first one that they wanted to release, which is a comedy, um, that one has a smaller budget, but sort of like a, a larger potential payoff, um, and and has some really good talent that's connected to the film, also. Um, so he was able that, I think that also helped was being able to get in touch with some particular talent because he was getting noticed from, um, the, the awards that he was winning with the screenplays. Um, so getting talent attached to that, getting a, getting a producer who's got a known name attached to that, all of those little things helped to, to end up getting the, the ultimate funding that he was able to achieve. And, and he had been working on this for, I mean, he had, for, forget, forget the fundraising, because that, that took a few years, yeah. but he had been working in the industry for quite a while, right? Right. He, I, I will disclose as much. He, he was a Disney uh, Imagineer at some point. Um, so he, I've known him since 2006. Um, I know he's, he, when he parted ways with Disney, um, that he, uh, he did so on really fantastic terms, but he wanted to sort of start his own business. Um, and I've, like I said, I've known him since 2006 doing various other things. He's not been doing this particular fundraising for that duration of time, but um, he has been for years and years trying to raise funds for the, this particular slate of films. Wow. Well, the, the, two, the two things that blow me away about that story, number one, and, and my jaw dropped on the panel. I, I, I wasn't sure if it was a slate or just a single film. Mm -hmm. um, I think the, the most people I've reached out to is 1,036, because I, I keep track. 
and, and some, you know, sometimes you got to call more than a hundred people or more than two, 300 people. And this just proves that this guy never, ever, ever quit. And I personally, I probably know three, four dozen good friend filmmakers over the years that have been trying to put together slates mm -hmm. of 10 films, whatever. Not one single person I know very, very well has gotten a slate funded and this guy did it out of persistence um, yeah um, amazing persistence wow he, he is, he's very blessed in the sense that he does like he's got he's got a few things in his corner he's got that he's won those awards he's got contacts with disney that he's stayed in touch with um he's some of the people that are helping to get this off the ground are people that he's known for for 20 some odd years um so just like you said all these little bits the networking the having your legal stuff in order have you know being ready when you you're asking for this money so if you're not even ready you're asking for money but you're not even ready to um legally move forward um it doesn't it doesn't look good to that investor um yeah. and so i'm glad i'm glad you mentioned um, just being open and transparent about some of the things that aren't so pretty, like, mm -hmm. hey, we got a very complicated, expensive shot, or hey, these film investments can be risky. Just, just, I'm glad you brought that up because I think that actually helps filmmakers. It does. It does because, it, especially like with you, I have a level of trust with you. A lot of your investors have a le level of trust with you because you're open, honest, forthright with everything. And at the end of the day, because you've been open, honest, and forthright, if you have to ask for like $5,000 more to, to make that final push, you will get it and you will be able to finish your film and you will be able to get it distributed and then your investors get paid, which is the whole point. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Um, I, I, I wasn't even going to ask you that, but now that you brought that up, we, we got to wrap here soon. That can be very tricky. Think, <laughs> things happen. Normally, I'm... Um, on budget, under schedule, but every once in a while, there can be some things that happen totally beyond your control. And um, yeah, it's great to have investors on board where if you need another five, 10, 20,000 or whatever, you can go back to the investors already on board. And nine times out of 10, in my case, and I know some other filmmakers, if they have a good relationship, mm -hmm. it's done. You get right. the money. Right. Absolutely. And, and sometimes that little bit of money, like you, maybe you didn't account for enough for the the music and the film or something to that extent and music is sort of the the afterthought so you know you say you know i just need this last little bit and then boom everything starts to fall into place and you've got what you need to to make yeah. fruition. so um i'm sorry nicole we are running out of time but definitely keep uh nicole weaver in mind not only just for for entertainment law if you're if you're getting ready to you know, get a film or a TV project or, or some music licensed, but also remember she does mediation. It's a very, very valuable uh, thing to consider. If you do, hopefully no, no one listening will get into legal trouble, but mediation is a great thing. Um, what's the best way to follow you or, or reach out to you, Nicole? Uh, I, my website, www.legalweaver.com. Excellent. And that is legal weaver spelled w-e-a-v-e-r legalweaver.com and if you haven't yet seen nicole weaver in movie money confidential 
go check it out. Thank you so much, Nicole. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's time! There's never been a better time to make your own indie film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com and click on the green telephone button. You'll see our calendar, and if you find an open spot, grab it. You'll get a one-on-one call with me or one of my partners. It will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.